Welcome to the Total Boss Podcast, and I'm your host, Cristiano Green, a podcast where we talk about finding fulfillment through self-development, being a leader of your own life, and getting the most out of it as well. Tenacity, originality, talent, authenticity, and being legendary. It's all about living your best life. Hello, 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 all you total bosses out there. I am pumped up for today's episode. And before I get into that, I just wanted to start with thanking everybody who has sent me some feedback about my first couple of episodes. I really appreciate hearing from you guys. I love hearing what you're wanting, what you liked about the episodes, what you're looking to hear more of, because, you know, this is a journey for me and I'm here to go on it with you guys. So if there's more stuff that you're wanting to hear from me, please make sure you just uh, send me a comment below or send me, find me on Facebook or Instagram and send me a message there. It's Christiana Green here as your host. So today's topic is how did I get into coaching and uh, doing this as my career? And uh, I thought I'd really kind of want to talk about a little bit about what I did in my career uh, as a total and how it led me to this place. So I guess for me, my very first job was working at Hungry Jack's. Well, actually it was Burger King, but they, they changed over to Hungry Jack's as well. And when I was working there, um, I did a bit of back of house and a bit of front of house, mostly doing the drive-through um, section and also back of house making the burgers as well. And I kind of did that for maybe about a year and a half, but just didn't love it, right? You know, um, wasn't really what I wanted to do at all, obviously. And I was in school. I think it was, I started when I was just 15 years of age. So really just started out doing that. And it was a good first job, I guess. But uh, I didn't last very long, a year and a half. But then I moved into working um, at Cole Supermarkets, which is probably one of the biggest supermarket chains in Australia, for those of you who aren't uh, familiar with Cole Supermarkets. And um, they opened up a brand new store at a big shopping center that was not far from where I was living. And so I got a job there and I was a checkout chick. And I got the job um, at the start of my final year of school. And so I was working there a couple of evenings after work and then on the weekend. And so um, when I was there at Coles, you know, until I was 18, I was just a checkout chick. But when I turned 18, they offered me a position of being a supervisor there. So basically they wanted me to open the store in the morning. So stores would open at six, I would get in at five, and I would make sure that all the front uh, desk was set up. So, you know, the cigarette counter, making sure that there was the, the money was in the registers for, for the staff to start when the customers came in the store. So just making sure all of those things were set up properly. And I'd run the morning until kind of like the, the day manager came in. Um, and then I would kind of be a mixture of jumping on the registers, also like supporting out people who needed some help. So that was what I did for probably maybe six months while I was also kind of doing some different studies after school. So I started initially to do like a, a real estate course for six months because kind of my parents wanted me to continue studying and I didn't like it. So I kind of left that as well uh, after six months. And then I went into doing like a business course, which I never actually did because again, I didn't want to do it uh, at all. So while I was there working as a supervisor, I kind of got an uh, opportunity to move up there and I became an assistant manager of the checkout department there. Um, and I did that for probably six months until they opened a new store again. And then they offered me the position of being the store manager at that new store. So I kind of worked around as a store manager in about five different stores. 
um, some good experiences, some really bad experiences with, um, you know, certain managers actually bullying me. Um, I actually got physically attacked in one of the stores by one of the managers. Luckily, that person got fired not long after, but um, that's a different story. I think I probably shared a bit more about that in my very first podcast. Um, and then I decided that it wasn't the place for me. And so I decided to leave uh, that place and take some time off because this was all around the same time that I was coming out. And so because I wanted to kind of focus on myself and really understand what it was like, and I had some money saved up because really when I was working, all I was doing was working and going home because I didn't have any friends, didn't have any life. So I had saved up a good amount of money that I could take six months off and just kind of enjoy myself. So I did that for six months and then um, really kind of found who I was a bit and started to really come to terms with who I was and then kind of um, knew that I had to get back to work. And so I knew that I didn't want to get a job up on the Central Coast, which is where I was living, because I was often coming down to Sydney a lot um, to see friends, to go out a lot. And that was kind of where my life was heading. So I was looking for jobs that were in Sydney area, like um, North in Sydney, you know, in the city. Um, and I had a few interviews um, and I got a few options and I decided to take a job. Um, as a, at a travel agency that was working for Royal Caribbean cruises and celebrity cruises. And so what I would do there is I would book in, uh, I'd have, I speak to people who wanted to go on cruises and I would book them in on the cruise that they wanted and then help them out with flights and help them out with, um, travel arrangements along with, you know, different tours that they wanted to go on. So I kind of did that for about six months. And while, uh, I was working, I really enjoyed it. I met some really good friends there. And, um, but I left because I decided that I was going to move over to Canada because I was actually born in Canada and I wanted to go into a working holiday there so I could go back and kind of see a little bit about it and see if I was connected to the area because at that time I wasn't sure whether I wanted to stay in Sydney to live or if I wanted to go and maybe try out Canada because I was born there and maybe I was, you know, going to find some better connections then. So, I did go on a trip there and I was working in a, um, like a ski resort and I was like a bellman. So I would take people's luggage to their rooms, help them set up, make sure that they knew how to work the fireplace, etc., and then kind of get tips and stuff from that. So did that for about two, three months before I ended up deciding that I wanted to come back to Australia. And then when I got back to Australia, I kind of got that job back again at the cruise company working for Royal Caribbean. So they, they took me back. But um, I was partying a lot and I was calling in sick a lot and I actually <laughs> got fired from that job because I was not um, really in control of how I was acting, I guess. So I wasn't acting like a, a good employee. So that was a good experience for me to realize that, you know, I have to step up and really be a better employee, be a better team player if I really want to have a good career. So I kind of um, went on the door for a little bit um, because I had to. And then I found another job which was working for Westpac Bank in their call center. And um, this was around the time where internet banking was really starting to pick up and they really needed to get some people to kind of call up their existing database and help them to understand about uh, online banking, reset the password if needed, and then like just really help them to figure out if, you know, using online banking was going to be better for them because they were trying to obviously make a difference for, for their customers instead of them having to come in or call up every single time. So that's what I did. And um, then when that kind of finished, they moved me into insurance, selling insurance, which, you know, one, I wasn't really ever wanting to do sales. And two, selling insurance was probably the last thing I ever wanted to do. But I was in that. And <clears throat> because I wasn't performing, then they actually 
also fired me from that as well. So um, I got fired twice, one because I wasn't showing up and one because I couldn't do something that they, you know, changed my role for. So that was okay. And again, I went on the door just for a little bit, but I found another job that I was at for about almost five years. So I was working for a company called AMI. Now, this was a company in Australia that was um, a sexual health company that helped men and women. So helped men with premature ejaculation and erectile dysfunction. And then uh, for women, it helped them to, who, for women who struggled to have orgasms and stuff. So they had different medications. So basically what I did there was that the, the, if the, we would have advertisements online or on, on TV, you might have ever some, some of those crazy um, TV commercials late at night with um, people playing the piano with their penis, you know, things like that, silly things. But they would have um, those advertisements uh, and then the, the people would have a call up or send us a text message. And so it was my job to uh, speak to those people and book them in to see a doctor. So you could see a doctor face to face or you could see a doctor on the phone. And so it was, it was better for us to try to get them to go into the doctors because then that would be um, easier for the doctor and salespeople to actually help the person face-to-face, but uh, they had an option on the phone. So I got paid commission for booking those in, and it kind of started well when I was getting paid a lot of money. So it was an easy job. It was close to home, and um, I was uh, doing that for quite, like I said, four and a half years. But while I was there, I decided that, you know, I just definitely didn't want to do this for a long time, and I started studying. So I was going to, I um, had to go to get a bridging um, course to get myself into uni because um, I needed to do that because it had been a few years since I did studies. And so I did um, some courses so I could then do a psychology course at uni. So I got into uni and I did a year and a half of that. And I decided that I needed to leave that course because I didn't think psychology was what I wanted to do. It felt like I really wanted to help people, you know, from my experience growing up um, and coming out as gay, I always knew that something I wanted to do was help other people because I had a really hard time with bullying and the whole experience that if I could use my experience to help other people, then it would really, you know, be something that was fulfilling to me. So I kind of figured that out and that's where I went. So that's why I got into doing psychology. But after a year and a half, I left because, like I said, the psychology just didn't seem right to me. The way that they wanted to do it just felt like it was outdated for the way that I knew that I could help people. And I knew that if I was to follow the psychology world, I wouldn't be satisfied because I know that there was always going to be a limitation on how I would help people. So instead of doing psychology, I decided that I left there and I'd go to a college and it was an online college and it was actually doing counseling. So I studied counseling and I did that for... Uh, uh, about three and a half years one for me to complete the actual d- degree. Um, so I got my, my degree in, in that and I learned so many good skills. Um, and at the same time, while I was studying, I kind of left the job at AMI because, um, to be honest, they weren't the most reputable company. They were, uh, they were actually being chased after by the ACCC and it was getting to a place where like, if I didn't leave then, you know, I was probably going to lose my job. So I took a redundancy that they offered to me and just went for it. And so I took a couple of months off there, figured it out. I uh, got a couple of jobs in bars just to keep me over until I found a job, which uh, was my last job before I left here um, to go into full-time coaching. So I got a job at a company called Temple and Webster. 
And at the time, it was very new. It was a startup company. It was a small company. It was an online furniture and retail company. And I was just working in customer service. So I was doing like emails and um, phone calls. There wasn't many phone calls, but, you know, they were a part of it. But uh, mostly it was just emails, emails, emails. So I did that while I was still finishing up my, my studies. Um, and then, um, you know, there was a lot of stuff that happened there at that company. You know, the, the, the previous manager of mine was also bullying me and the whole team. And um, I stood up. She ended up getting fired. But then um, the they, you know, I was going to leave that position. And they decided that um, they didn't want me to go. And they actually offered me that position. So leading up the team of customer care. And at that time, there was probably about 15 people in the team. And because I'd done managing before when I was at calls and I felt like, you know, I was in a different place, I thought, well, why not give this a go? Because I had got, I had some, you know, ex- uh, experience in it. And I also, um, you know, had um, time at the company. So I thought if I could give this a go, I might go, go do that. So I decided to take that on. And um, I was there for an additional about four and a half years. Um, doing that and the team grew dramatically each year the company was growing you know 50 60 70 percent on for the first couple of years and then when the pandemic hit it was growing at like 130 150 percent year on year so my team went from 15 to when I left almost 300 people so I had a lot of time there to utilize all the skills that I had learned especially from my counseling and um, to grow the team to support the team to be a coach for the team so put into practice a lot of my time as a coach in in that role because I really had to coach people because everyone was new and I had to really focus on trying to bring people up because my kind of how I I look at life and how I want to be as a role model is that I want to help people to get better so if there's someone in the team that I believe has got potential yes they may not have the experience in that position but I believe in them enough and uh, I'll support them enough and coach them enough that they can get there and that's what I was known for at my at my company was that I, I would bring people up and I would get them to the level they needed to get at so that they could be really really great at what they did and and really happy with what they did so that was what I did for uh, four and a half years and just over a year ago when the pandemic started um, it was about time for me to be ready to actually step into doing coaching as a a full-time business for myself because I wanted to do it for many years as I said but uh, I didn't think I was ready or I was afraid to do so many things with it so I kind of held myself back especially when I got into that big role at Temple and Webster it kind of you know overtook my life as well and I was consumed by it I was drinking a lot as well because I wasn't fully fulfilled with exactly what I was doing even though I loved parts of it that was a big a big part of the job that I didn't love so I loved the coaching part of it and so when I decided that you know what was I going to work towards was that I have all the skills as a coach there but I know I can get better so what do I need to do and so I had signed up for a course um, a coaching course with someone who I'd been following online for a long time uh, who is now my coach Richmond Din I went to one of his events and I joined his small program which gave me like an online course to help me figure out understanding how I can run my business online on Facebook and then also um, tickets to like a boot camp and so um you know months went by as uh, uh, as they did and i just never started that course because i just kept feeling like i wasn't ready to to do that but in fact it was just fears that were stopping me and so you know when i was 
working so hard and going through that crazy period at Temple and Webster when the pandemic was on and I was just in so much pain from all the stress uh, that was caused because my team literally went from 100 to 300 almost overnight and I had to fix that problem solely on my own. So, um, yeah, that stress really pushed me to a place of super pain and I decided that the pain was not going to outweigh the fears that I was having to start my coaching business. So I decided to go to the uh, the boot camp that was on. They had it on uh, and it was the very last one I was able to attend because I had one year to do it. And so I went to that and kind of just got really inspired from there and it started to open up kind of wounds that I knew were ready to heal. And from that point on, I kind of just started to put one foot in front of the other. After that, I got sent to a NLP course, which was um, deeper into a lot of coaching techniques, but also there was transformations that you have that you, that you, you learn um, to give to your clients, but also while you're learning, you get to practice them. And so, you know, I had uh, an opportunity to have it done to me, some of the techniques, and it really actually helped me so much that I was able to take the next steps and really open my business properly. And so um, in uh, July last year, I committed myself um, to invest in myself and I signed up to the coaching mastermind that I am in now, which has really helped uh, take my business off the ground because before that, I had never had a paying client. And, you know, I went on a journey um, over the next about nine months um, and I got to a place where I was making a good amount of money in the business that I was able to make a decision as to whether I was ready to then leave Temple and Webster and actually go full time in my business. So um, I really had to think a lot about that because, you know, it was a safety net. You know, I was getting paid uh, a high six figure salary to do that because of, of how big my team was and, and what I was responsible for. But I knew that um, where I was at with my business was it was it was trajectory to do similar already while I was doing it on my side hustle, and so if I was able to then give my all and do it full time, how much better would it be, and how many more people could I help? You know, because you know, like I focus on the uh, LGBT community, mostly gay men and women. Um, I do have straight clients though. Um, I have clients from kind of all walks of life, but those are the ones I try to hope focus on the most because I know that that's my story and my journey and I can relate to them and they can relate to me in, in many ways. And if I want to help people, those are the types of people that I really chose to help. So when it was time for me to make that decision, I kind of had to really have a long, hard think about where I was at, where was my finances at, what was I going to do, where would I want to live, all of the things I wanted to do because I really knew that on this journey I was taking steps each day to move forward in a direction and it wasn't just going to change me my my work life it was going to change it was changing my identity as a person so when I really decided to step up and be fulfilled in what I was doing I decided that it was time for me to become uh, like I said the coach start my coaching business when I did that I decided to give up drinking because I'd had a problem with drinking binge drinking for over 10 years it was a time for me to give that up and thank god right now I'm over a year sober so whoop um, I also worked on my fitness and I dropped, you know, over 10 kilos of body fat and got down to a really happy level. And now I've been focusing again on building muscle. So I'm almost back to the same weight, but it's not for the body fat. It's now with muscle, which I'm really proud to say that I've worked on that as well. My relationships with people have shifted and changed. You know, some of the people that I will 
hanging out with weren't great influences on me and vice versa. I probably wasn't being great to them. And so I've had to let go of some of those relationships. But then some of the other relationships in my life have gotten better because I am now sober and seeing life in a different way. I'm also working myself and I'm inspiring other people to do that as well. So being able to change all those different areas of my life is something that I can say I'm truly blessed to have been able to done. And now, you know, from being able to say that I was able to leave my career and be ready for that, that was another step. So I was finally able to let go of Temple and Webster as a business and also let go of it as my team because I was really attached to my team, you know. They were the thing that were holding me there for so many years because I was, you know, I loved seeing them grow and I loved the growth that I'd seen in them. And that was a part of me that, like I said, that loved and made me want to decide that coaching was the right thing for me. And I had to do the right thing by them, by giving them the time to understand my decisions, have those conversations with every single one of them that I could that were, you know, in my core team, um, and then allow um, me to try to help them on the next step of their journey and also try to make sure that if when I left, they would find someone really good to take over so that they were taken care of as well. And they would also get some fresh perspective. And that's their journey of, you know, being a leader and also being led. So that was for me an amazing experience at Temple of Webster because it made me realize that I do love leading people and that I do want to grow my own team here. So building a business was also not just about serving my clients and and also changing my identity and helping me feel fulfilled. It was also about growing a team and helping that team to be inspired and, and, and grow as well. And who knows, some of the people that I've worked with in the past, maybe some people that I work with in the future, because I have such great connections with them, that is a great opportunity for me. And so for me now, um, you know, my evolution as a coach and who I've been coaching has totally shifted as well. So, you know, initially when I started, I was coaching people on identity. Uh, and then I moved into confidence and then I moved into mindset and then I moved into p- performance and leadership. And now it's focusing really on helping gay men and women to really um, create a startup business that they can do on the side of their normal career and actually work on transitioning out of it. So something that people are inspired to do, whether that's coaching, whether that's another online business, I want to help those people to actually be able to create their business and make their transition out of it so they can then be fulfilled as a person, which then will change other areas of their life because it's the identity as well that, that I initially started with, which is truly what it is that I still want to help people with is because as soon as you shift that identity of how you see yourself and how you see life, you'll realize that so many more things are going to be happening for you instead of to you. And when you can start to shift one of those day by day, you can then come from a life of service and helping other people. So my job is I really want to help people to help people. And if I do that, I need to help people help themselves. And for me, I need to help myself so that I can help others. So it's this beautiful cycle that we're going through. And it's inspiring for me to be able to put myself out there and allow um, other people to get inspired and do the things that, you know, I'm doing or even more or, or something different, right? So being able to help other people create a business helps them to create a new identity, which helps them to change their life, which will help them to change other people's lives. So it's a beautiful ripple effect. So that is the reason why I've gotten into coaching and why I love, love, love what I do and why it's inspired me to also create this podcast and work on my book because I want to focus on how much value I can add to people and getting an opportunity to talk to you guys and share that vision with you is super important to me because I all I hope for is that I can inspire other people to really step up and really make decisions as to where they want to go in their life and focus solely on making the step forward that they know they need to take. And for me, 
doing that via my coaching business, having a podcast, writing a book. It's just other areas that I can help connect to people, to my story, my journey, and hopefully inspire you to take steps forward on the journey that you are on. Well, that is what I wanted to share today. So thank you so much for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. And as always, open to any feedback you have. You can um, leave a comment on this podcast or you can totally find me on Facebook or Instagram. My name is Cristiano Green and I think there's not really many uh, others. I'm probably one of the only ones from from my own um, research. So find me on there, connect with me, send me a message. Love to hear from you and look forward to connecting with you again on the next episode. Thank you so much. And remember, you've got this and I've got you. Bye.